Welcome back to another episode of Abundant Life Podcast. I'm Jay Danell, and as always, I'm here with my boy Leo Lopez. Welcome back, lifers. Boy, do we have a great show for you today. We hope you're ready. Let's go. Lifers, lifers, welcome back to another episode of Abundant Life Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Jay Danell, and I appreciate everyone tuning in today. Um, always an applause. But my lifers, thank you, thank you. Hey, I really appreciate the support. I mean, all the support you show us here at Abundant Life Podcast uh, through all ministries is fantastic. We appreciate it. As always, I always want to make sure that I welcome newcomers. So I have the state, um, some states that are, that are listening to us, some cities that are listening to us, and people are really, really, really tuning in. So we appreciate it. Uh, we got Louisiana, Louisiana in the building. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. New York, New York, where my people's at, New York, East Coast, we appreciate you. Welcome to Abundant Life Podcast. Michigan, Michigan, Wolverine country. Michigan, notice I didn't say Spartan, I said Wolverine country. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Abundant Life Podcast. And then we also have Alabama, Alabama. Welcome, welcome. I actually have a nephew that's going to be attending the um, University of Alabama, the Crimson Tide, Rodane Tide, uh, coming up uh, this school year. So he's going to be attending there. Um, I wish he was going to Michigan. I am a diehard Go Blue fan, but I won't go into that. Not at all. Hey, but I also want to let you know. So anytime you have any questions, again, reach out. We appreciate the support we get. Uh, questions, uh, concerns, or thoughts. Um, all ministries, the number two at gmail.com. All ministries, the number two at gmail.com is the email address. You can reach us there. Also, if you want to, if you want to donate to the podcast, we appreciate it. It is uh, something we appreciate, but it's not mandated. Uh, dollar sign all ministries on cash app right dollar sign all ministries that is our cash app uh, you can donate uh, if you want to anything is appreciated to help helps to continue to support the podcast we also have our tiktok page um, you know at abundant underscore life living abundant underscore life living on our social media pages facebook all ministries and also instagram all ministries you can find us there also uh, doing what we do here on abundant life podcast so Want to get into some things today. Want to um, cover some things that I think we kind of lose track of. You know, as I try to work with the producer here to get us back situated, my screen just went out. But something that we normally, um, I think, lose track of, and there's enough blame to be passed around. Enough blame to be passed around. Now, this is not going to be a category for everybody. Not everybody. Because if you don't have kids, if you're not a parent, you may not truly understand. But one day you will. And I think that Currently, even though you may not have kids, you can appreciate what is going to be talked about today because it is still affecting everybody. You know, so everything that's going on now, you kind of see uh, the youth is getting out of hand. There's a lot of youth right now getting out of hand. And it is becoming an ongoing issue. In a lot of our major cities. A lot of areas, I don't care where you are. 
this is starting to affect. Like the youth is a problem. Now, you know, I'm a biblical man. So we talk about the four keys, faith, family, health, and wealth, faith, my relationship with God, you know, and my, you know, and my study of the word tells me that there's going to come a time. It says, and then there came a generation. There came a generation that did not know God. And we see now in the times that we're in, you 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 see a lot of unruly young folk, disrespectful. They're argumentative. They are coming hard against their elders. They don't humble themselves. It has become a crap fest. I got a couple of things here that I want to kind of share with you um, as my engineer sets up, he gets ready. Uh, so a couple of things I want to share with you here about what we have been dealing with and I'll let them play, let you hear them out and we're going to discuss it. We're going to discuss it. So we'll let the first one play. Here it is. Go ahead. Roll it. Chaos along Michigan Avenue during a beautiful spring night. Large crowds of young people captured on cell phone video running around creating a major disturbance near Millennium Park. When I came back, this whole, this whole area was lined with, this street was blocked off by a, a wall of a police up to the next block. The groups running around jumped on cars, CTA buses, and weaved in and out of oncoming traffic. Then a shooting. Police confirmed two teenagers were shot near Michigan and Wabash. A 16-year-old boy was shot in the arm and a 17-year-old boy was shot in the leg. We've had it almost every year and I just think the, the, the police feel that they don't have support from the, you know, from the, the mayor and stuff to, to really do what they have to do. Both Mayor Lori Lightfoot and Mayor like Brandon Johnson responded to the violence. This is not the first time uh, that we've uh, addressed these issues. But our young people have an opportunity um, and, and a right to enjoy the entirety of our city, but they have to do it in a way that is respectful for people and property. And we did address that um, over the weekend, and we will continue to address it. Mayor like Johnson called the activity, quote, unacceptable, and went on to say, quote, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. So... If you don't know, that's that's the Chicago area. So they talk about Mayor Lightfoot and the elect Mayor Johnson. Okay, he is um, the future mayor who's just been elected. So that's just in the Chicago area. That's just in the Chicago area. But I'm sure it's national news. I got one more for you. Go ahead and roll it. At six, Rocky Mountain police are investigating after a fight between a substitute teacher and a student. It was all caught on video. Thank you for joining us. I'm Deborah Morgan. And I'm Gerald Owens. This fight was caught on a cell phone camera by someone in the classroom. Since then, people have shared it more than 800 times on social media. WRO's Destiny Patterson explains this all started over a cell phone. It started as an argument over a confiscated cell phone, and it quickly escalated. The scuffle ended with substitute teacher Xavier Steele and the unnamed student on the ground. Steele's hands appear to be pressing down near the student's head, and the student screams. Get out! Get out! 
I'm going to stop there. I'm going to have him stop it there. And you may have seen the video. So let me start with first uh, the, you know, the Chicago Mayor Lightfoot, uh, Mayor Lake Johnson situation, unruly youth downtown. And if you don't notice, by the way, yes, this is going to be titled the unruly youth. So now you know. But let me start there. So, you know, I like to first start by making sure I lay a foundation. Okay, because I'm going to get ahead of you on this podcast. If you think this podcast is going to be about bashing the mayors, bashing, this is not it. This is about the youth. And I'm going to start with the parents. Because if you have kids at home and you're not starting with the discipline in the household, this is what happens. See, we could talk about living the abundant life, right? We could talk about the four keys. But if you don't have your own house in order, how can you do it? And are you setting your kids up to live an abundant life? It starts at home. I want to live the abundant life. I have to be the example in front of my kids, and I have to make sure that I am not setting my kids up for failure. You want to know why you have hundreds of kids downtown in the Chicago area that are unruly? They are ter- that are terrorizing a city, a beautiful city at that. Where are the parents? How in the world is, I have four kids, ages 18 through 23. How in the world are any of these kids downtown and your parents don't know about it? Now, my kids, mind you, my oldest is 23. There's no way. I need you to understand, she is 23. There's no way my 23-year-old would be downtown acting a fool. And she's 23. Now, how can I say that with confidence? Well, how will you know where she is? First of all, she still lives with me. That's how I know where she is, okay? But let's just say you're a parent and you don't. Here's the problem. Let me take you back to something real quick. And now I am going to go biblical on you. In Proverbs, it tells us, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they get old, they will not depart from it. See, if you know my story, and if you haven't heard it, you have to go back to listen to it on the podcast. I think it's episode two or three. His glory, my story. If you know my story, yeah, I left home early. I was 17 on my own, out in the streets. Life didn't come kind to me from that point on. And there were some differences with my parents at 17. But here's the difference. Even though I chose to leave and go explore and navigate the world on my own instead of living under the rules of my parents, there were still certain things I was not going to do. You know why? It was already instilled in me. It was already instilled in me like, yo, that's ah, that's too far. Ah, That's something I'm not going to do. See, when your kids get older and they they run out to this big, bad world, if you raise them right. Even though sometimes they can get rebellious, there's still some things in them that's going to say, yeah, but I don't go that far. I don't do that. There are boundaries set in the household. This is why it's important to have two parents in the household, not to have five kids by and, and, and six different baby mamas or five kids and six different baby daddies. This is why it's important not to do that. This is why it's important for fathers to be in the household. How can you raise your family to live an abundant life and you're not present? 
How can I raise kids? And I don't even know where they are across the globe. And I'm a dad. I'm a father. I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to take it a step further. The word also tells us in, in Ephesians, children, Ephesians 6.1, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. This means the youth need to be obedient. They need to be obedient. For this is right is what he says. But they can't obey their parents if their parents are not even home. Nowhere to be found. I don't know who my dad is. This is the destruction of a lot of these households. That's where you start. It also tells us in Exodus. Honor your parents and mother so that your days will be long on the earth. See, so you see a lot of these kids who are dying early in the streets, getting shot, gun violence, gang violence, wrong place, wrong time, etc. That's what happened. I love what my apostle always says, my pastor at my church, he always says, that's what happened, but that ain't why it happened. See, you see what happens, but the reason why a lot of this happened is because, see, a lot of these kids have been unruly. Some of these kids have not been able to follow the, or, or follow their parents' guidance. Some of these kids have been rebellious. And the word tells us their life will be shortened on earth when you can't respect and adhere to your parents. You can't be obedient to your parents. We want to blame the police. We want to blame the mayors. Don't get me wrong. I don't agree with a lot of stuff that our officials are doing. But that's another conversation for another day. Because, see, the officials can say what they want to say and do what they want to do. The police can police all they want. I police my household. That starts with me. That is not happening. You see kids going out and shooting up schools. How does how does how the heck does a kid, a teen, a young adult have an AK forty seven, shotguns, whatever else is at the house, and the parents doesn't even, don't even know it? I know why. They give them too much cushion, too much room. See, I can lock my door. You have no authority. See, one thing I say about my household is this. My kids understand. I don't care how old you are. The reality of it is this. You still live with me. There are no locked doors. Now, I know everyone's household isn't like mine. So you do what you got to do. But for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And also for me and my house, we don't lock doors. The only person that can lock doors in this house is me and their mother. But there's a reason behind it. Now, they still get their privacy. That's not what I'm saying. The point I'm trying to make is, If you are not engaged and involved in your child's life, how can you know what they're doing? Of course, they're unruly. And when kids are having kids, of course, they're going to be unruly. Okay, so the second one, the second one, if you uh, the second video we played, there's a student that's uh, fighting a teacher. You may have seen this online. Um, um, I forget what state it was in, but this, this substitute teacher got involved in an altercation with a student. And if you watch the video, it's not hard to find. You can go find it right now on a lot of different social media apps. I'll try to see if we can post it on ours. But a lot of social media platforms, uh, you can go see it. Or just, you know, YouTube, because it's been a fresh, fresh thing that's going on. and something that's recent. Um, the, the, the substitute teacher took the cell phone, um, took the cell phone from the student. And when she took the cell phone from, cell phone from the student, the student wanted it back. Now, I don't know what grade this was, et cetera. I don't know. But the student wanted it back. So the student takes it upon herself to go behind the desk as the teacher's trying to call the principal into the classroom. 
and to challenge the, challenge the teacher and tell the teacher to give me my phone back. Teacher asks for space and say, don't walk up on me. The teacher tells her, hey, you know, don't touch me because now the student is reaching and grabbing for a cell phone. And then the student eventually swings on the teacher. The teacher blocks it, and then they go to fighting. Now, there's been all kinds of, you know, everyone gives their opinion, and I get it. I understand that. You know, I'm not trying to look for opinions in, in the matter and who's right or who's wrong, et cetera. The teacher has every right to defend herself. I'm not going to sit here and condone a teacher fighting a student. You are the teacher. You need to try to take the highway out. You need to try to be an adult, right, and try to walk away from the, the, the situation. But what happens is, as my puppy barks at someone upstairs, what happens is when the teacher has to deal with this nonsense, nonsense at the school, it becomes an issue. Like, where are the parents? None of my kids would have ever, ever walked up to a teacher ready to fight them, ever. There would have been issues with me because now you got to deal with me. That wasn't going to happen. When I was in school... I would have never, ever challenged a teacher, ever. If a teacher had my phone, well, we didn't have phones back then, but if I had cell phones back then in grade school, you know, I would have just had to go home and tell my parents. And then my parents would handle the situation. And that's the way I raised my kids. Hey, guess what? If something like that happens, you come tell me because I don't need you getting into it with an adult. That's disrespectful, number one. And there's certain levels of engagement I don't want you to engage in. That, I don't want that engagement for my child with a, with a teacher. And there's a certain respect you're going to give that teacher. Whether they're right or wrong, you give them that respect. Let me come fight your battles. I always talk about battles and wars. Today's parents, today's parents are at the school defending the kids no matter what. They're ready to fight with the, with, the, with the kids. They're ready to stand side by side with their child to fight a teacher. This is the problem. And then you wonder why we have an issue with the youth. There are no examples anymore. You can't teach and show your family how to live an abundant life if you're not doing it. You can't raise your kids the right way if you're not living it. Discipline has to start in the household. I don't understand how you don't have discipline in the household. Now, however you choose to discipline your kids, I'm not there, and I'll be honest with you, that is your household. I'm not here to tell you how to discipline your kids. Now, if you want some pointers on how to do so, you can hit me on all ministries at number two at gmail.com. I'd be more than happy to share some things with you. But you want to see why little Johnny's in the mall or Walmart acting a fool and you have to tell him, calm down, Johnny. I'm going to count to five, Johnny. We're going to leave, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Hey, uh, mommy or daddy said, hey, if you don't calm down, then you're not going to get this toy. You're not going to get this candy. Why are you reasoning with a four-year-old? I have no idea why you would want to reason with a four-year-old because those four-year-olds become 14-year-olds. And what you allow them to get away with when they're young, what do you think is going to happen when they get older? The unruly youth starts with the parents at home. And until we start to realize that, we're always going to have the same problem. Always going to have the same problem. So I think we all need to start taking initiatives. You want to live the abundant life, say it with me, the four keys, faith, family, health, and wealth. You know, it starts at home. You have to build a foundation. That is the beginning. Building a foundation is the beginning. And when you build a foundation, then you can build upon that foundation and start to grow. But the reality of it is, is your kids have to start 
being disciplined at home. You cannot worry about the law and allow the law to start doing it outside the home. It is too late. If the police have to police your child, it is too late. Then you get mad when the police police your child. The unruly youth. Raise your kids in the way they should go, and when they get old, they won't depart from it. I did not depart from it when I get older. There are some things I did with and dabbled in. There's some things that I've done, but it was always that small, still voice, that Holy Spirit, that, that those parents in my ear saying, hey, now you know better than that. You know you shouldn't do that. So I was always, there was always a borderline for me where I would say, I can't go over that line. Where's the line in your household? Where are you to the point where you're like, okay, you know what? My kids know better than that. They ain't going to do that. Where? If you're not setting that bar, if you're not setting that parameter, if you're not setting that perimeter, if you're not being an example to your kids, that's a problem. Then you wonder why you have your kids out in the world doing things such as. And this is not just a problem in Chicago. I just happen to live here in the Chicago area. But this is happening nationwide. This is happening other places. We have to start taking back our households by first being parents to the kids. You can't be their friends. Stop being their friends. Stop being their friends and be their parents. Your child would have a short life on earth if you're their friend. A short life on earth if they are rebellious And teens if you're listening Obey your parents and the Lord for this is right Because your life will be shortened Don't do that Don't let the enemy trick you Into living a short life You want a long abundant life Say it with me Faith, family, health and wealth Those are the four keys to living an abundant life Father God in the name of Jesus We thank you for our listeners today We thank you for our life Our lifers that are paying attention That are in tune that support the All Ministries Abundant Life podcast. We ask you bless their families. We ask you bless their homes, bless their teens. Restore unto them, Father, new life. We ask, Father, that the parents would learn to be able to be parents to their kids, not being friends, not wanting to please them, but wanting to please you. Lord, we ask that you would be able to reach the youth today. Bring them back to the churches. Bring them back home, Lord. Let them start to understand how to submit to authority and not fight it. We come against this unruly spirit and we thank you for everything you've given us. And we ask you to continue to teach us and guide us in all spirit and in truth. Amen. Thank you for attending this podcast, The Unruly Youth. I'm your host, Jay Donnell. Again, all ministries to the number two at gmail.com. You can reach out to us. If you have any testimonies, reach out to us. If you need prayer, reach out to us. Please, please, all ministries are number two at gmail.com. Thank you for all the support from all these states and countries. We appreciate that. Continue to listen in. Um, again, we appreciate that. The dollar sign, all ministries cash up. If you want to donate, we appreciate that. And other than that, I look forward to seeing, seeing you on the next podcast. Again, we are working to bring video to you. We'll be, we will be airing video pretty soon. So then you'll be able to kind of put some faces behind the names. But until then... Continue to live the abundant life. Jay Danielle signing out. God bless.